Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for coming. It's nice to see you. I mean it. <laughs> How is everyone today? Yeah? Um, I'm glad you're all here because uh, this is our uh, Saturday Chan class in the U.S., where we train our local people, our people, to share with you uh, this uh, beautiful Chinese tradition called Chan tradition uh, that will help you in inconceivable ways. It's so beneficial, a lot more than can be quantified or explained to you. Uh, but simply put, uh, you come to the temple, we're training you how to find peace in your mind, in your heart. Okay? Because why? Because no one else knows how to do it except the Chan masters who mastered this process, mastered, also mastered how to train people to attain peace in the heart. When you think about it, is there anywhere else you can go where you can go and learn how to find and instill peace in your heart, develop the skills to do it at will, anywhere, anytime? Because what happens to all of us is life is overwhelming. I like to say that we're all victims of life. I speak from personal experience, okay? Uh, meaning that it's much harder for ordinary people to restore peace in their hearts and minds. You don't know how to, and you get more and more uh, overwhelmed with life doesn't get better at all. And by the time you retire, it's too late. You're too tired. Huh? You're too disappointed with life, with yourself, with your family, that, um, that you walk around like a wound, wounded animal. So why me? Why? And, and what Ordinary people don't realize is one of the fundamental skills for your own well-being is to be able to give your mind a break. Hmm? Very much like when you drive your car. Uh, you need your car engine needs a break. It needs to get into neutral. It needs to get into park. Otherwise, it'll burn itself out quickly. All right? That's just a fundamental. But not only that. It's also another aspect of it is happiness. What is the secret to happiness? The foundation of happiness is, <coughs> excuse me, what? Why is you, why you give me this, this, uh, this, uh, uh, how do you call that expression? 
vacant stare? Huh? What is the secret to happiness? You live your life already, many of you, young, old, and very old. How have you figured it out? What does it take to be happy? Yes, eight. Thank you, Master. I, I believe the saying is uh, money, deer in the headlights stare. The what? Deer in the headlights stare. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Mm, never too late to learn. Yes. So what is the secret to happiness, folks? Have you figured it out? No one dares ask a question, by the way. People say, I'm happy because I just won uh, the super lotto. Okay, I'm happy because I got married. How long did it last, by the way? <laughs> Those moments of happiness? Yes, eight. Uh, Master, I think uh, happiness is having a balance, but sometimes it takes a long time to get a balance. Ah, balance, okay? Important concept. Happiness is balance, okay? Agree? There's some insights there, okay? Anyone else? What is happiness? Yes, Andrea's fault. I think uh, it's tr trying hard. Trying hard? Yeah. You let makes you happy. What, whatever you do, yeah, should. It should. You are weird. No, I mean, if you th if you think about it, you try hard, you sit full lotus, sit longer, then you feel happy at the end. There's no end to your trying hard. Can I just take a break? Well, Retire? Is, is that move then, to the Bahamas? And then the balance that that uh, get a massage. About. Can I just relax? It's the balance, Malcolm. So it's, I think it's both. Actually, I would agree with Malcolm now that I think of it. Now you thought about it? Okay. Balance. Okay, very good. Anyone else? What is the secret to happiness? You don't know the secret to happiness. How are you going to teach your children? How are you going to share happiness with others? Hmm? Yes, seven. Besides faking it. Good morning, Master. Um, we'll be stay on faking it for a while. You want to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. What is the secret to happiness? Um, I think secret to happiness is um, to don't have any worries. Don't have any worries. So worries, worries, worries. No worries. Yeah, no worries. You agree with that? You have no worries. That you happy when you have no worries? You avoid worries? Less worries. L fewer worries, not less worries. Fewer. Fewer worries. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Few worries is happiness? <sighs> when you hear the word worries, how can you be happy? Even if you have fewer worries, how can you be happy? Yes, eight. Have you figured it out? Thank you, Master. Um, 
I don't know if I can tell you the secret to happiness, but I can speak for myself. And for me, um, happiness has been finding and listening to my good knowing advisor. Finding and listening to a good knowing advisor, even when he yelled at you, screamed at you, and, 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 and are, is mean to you, you still find it happy? You know, that's the, that's the funny part, is sometimes when you're happy, you don't even know it. <laughs> you don't even know it. Until after the fact. Until after the facts. Ah, okay, okay. There's some mystery here about happiness. Cool, I like that. I haven't thought of it. Happiness is some kind of mysterious things. Okay, what about the rest of you? What is happiness, S7? What does it take to be happy? Um, Some people say, I love my children to have a good life, to be happy. As long as they're happy, I'm happy. I love my grandchildren to have a good future. Huh? Huh? No, not you? Yeah, of course, Master. Um, but I, to me, um, some, when I realized uh, in my Chan practice, I've learned that I can only help myself, basically, work on myself. And um, that's the important part of dealing with what bothers me and how to deal with things better. Uh, and then as things maybe are not such a bad situation or these worries aren't really important or I find a way to cope with things better, it takes me a while to realize, oh, I do feel better because I'm not dealing with all these things that used to bother me so much. You feel better. Ah, okay. She feels better, and that's part of her happiness. Anyone else? Catholic, what do the Catholicism teach you about happiness? Yes, speak. Um... When you're with God, you're always happy. It doesn't really matter. You're with God. Be with God, and you always be happy. But if God doesn't want to be with you, can you still be happy? Have you thought about it? But God always wants to be with his creation. You don't know that. You cannot speak for him. Sometimes God, your God tells me, that guy there in Way Mountain Temple, he's a traitor. I don't want to be with him. Why does he hang out at a temple that looks like a church? <laughs> Divided loyalty. Go to a real church, man. <laughs> yeah? Anyone else? Yes, eight. Uh, Master, I think happiness is um, to end in your suffering, work on ending your suffering. Ending your suffering. Ah, we're getting somewhere. Yes, go for us. The smart people go for us. Say something smart. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Master. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, happiness will be not having attachments. Not having attachments. Boy, are you in trouble? You're still single, right? That's why you talk like that. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm still single. <laughs> I can tell right away. If you are not single, you don't dare talk like that. Anyone else? No attachments in this guy. So chanting. <laughs> Anyone else? What's happiness? That's eight. Eight finally figured it out. Thank you, Master. Maybe YouTube has finally figured it out. YouTube has finally figured it out. Yes. What is the secret to happiness? We have uh, a few answers. A few. Okay. Only a few. Yes. Okay. Uh, first from Juan Medina. Juan Medina says, freedom. Freedom. So doesn't sound like he's married for too long. Okay, number two. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, from Trin. Trin says, no seeking and no attachment, but yet you can still do good and help others. Too complicated. She can't be happy. <laughs> uh, from Samson Lau. Samson says, I think true happiness is having no ego when you no longer look outwards and rely on others for your happiness. Wow. Very profound. <laughs> I don't think I can do better than that. Anyone else? I'm a shallow kind of guy, and you can tell. Yes, uh, Andreas. Uh, I think happiness is uh, continuously moving forward in a positive direction. That would make you happy. I can see that. You're happier when you're determined, you've decided to do that with your life. Yes? Yeah, when you keep making progress. Yeah, I think, mm. that, I think okay. if you start... Okay. Go backward, you get not happy. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, so what's happiness? Happiness has some elements. Number one, can you be happy when you have no health? When you're not healthy, when you're sick, can you be happy? Yeah? You can be happy when you have no energy? to walk around, you have no energy to eat, no energy to cook, no energy to go to a restaurant, no energy to take a stroll in the wilderness. Can you? There's some fundamental serious folks that people take for granted. Okay? They assume that health is forever. And they don't need to take care of it. And that's so wrong. That's why people are unhappy, because they neglect their own health, physical health. Yes? But what they don't, most people who take care of the physical health, meaning like Arnold. Hmm? You can tell he's healthy. All right? But... On the surface, he's healthy. You know that he has had three bypass surgeries already for a guy his size? He's very sick in the heart. My point being that physical health here, if you take care of the physical health, is not enough. 
what is the foundation of physical health? I have no uh, biceps. That's why I can do this forever. <laughs> Will not get tired. Yes? Yes, sir, eight. Masters, is the spiritual, like spiritual suffering that people go through, they don't have that. Don't scare us. Okay? The foundation of physical health is mental health. For a healthy body, you want a healthy mind to back it up. This is what people, your physical trainers, your acupuncturists, your nutritionists, your doctors fail to tell you that health requires mental health. Your physical health requires mental health. You have to have a healthy mind, a good heart. As we like to say it in Buddhism, have a good heart. That's a healthy mind. Okay? Healthy mind meaning that don't do evil, do only good. That's a healthy mind. That's a foundation, folks. You hear people talk about, I'm happy when I you know, have a lot of money. I'm happy when I have a lot of children. I'm happy when my children are happy. I'm happy when I have a good husband and so forth. You know, and those are people that, that, uh, that don't know how to take care of themselves. They depend on others. Okay? Uh, the foundation of happiness is that, is that you need to have a healthy body, a healthy mind. And that's what Chan does for you, fundamentally. People neglect the health until it's too late. Because our parents, our teachers, teach us to look outside, look at external things, chase after external things, money, fame, adoration. Yes? But we are not taught to look at ourselves and there's some measurements when you look at ourselves are we healthy mentally and physically and Chan does that Chan meditation is a lifetime is a lifestyle where it builds on your foundation of health both physical and mental. Questions and comments. Those are the fundamentals that people overlook. They look everywhere else for happiness, but they don't realize that all those rich people who are seeking power and wealth and so forth, they are alcoholics, they are drug addicts like Elon. Elon's a drug addict. That's why his behavior is erratic. Do you know that? He has flashes of, of brilliance. He's genius. But most of the time, he's a drug addict. He's screwed up mentally. That's why, that's why his behavior is totally erratic. Okay? He's crazy. 
He's advocating. He said, look at me, how successful I am. Therefore, you know how I got to be successful? Because I use drugs. And how screwed up our role models are. Because they are, we all use wrong happiness measurements. One of the measures should be health, physical, and mental. Yes? You don't have that. There's no sense in talking about it. No sense in having money. You cannot enjoy your money. No health, no sense in enjoying the company. You don't have the stamina. Agree? No, you cannot. You cannot be happy. You hate people. Anyone? All right? So fundamentally, you need... uh, the Chan is a very important practice. I feel that I hope that you will continue to help us expand this knowledge, this process here, so that we can share it with more people. Because it's fundamental. I live half of my life ignoring my health, chasing after externals, and ignoring my physical and mental health. And you pay for that. All right? Number two, what Chan does that will increase your chance of happiness, your experience of happiness is wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to solve problems. If you cannot solve problems, how can you be happy? Have you thought about it? Everyone says, I'm happy. I got married. I'm happy. My my wife loves me. I'm happy. What happens when your wife doesn't love you? How do you solve that problem? Hmm? You're one-sided. You're skewed. You only say, I'm happy because My wife loves me. My girlfriend adores me. But there will be times when your wife no longer loves you. Your girlfriend loses interest in you. Well, boyfriend, I'm not sexist. Okay? How do you solve that problem? Yes, eight. Thank you, Master. Um, When I find that my wife doesn't love me anymore... Um, the way that I solve, uh, the way I find happiness is... I go to Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) No, Del Taco. You know, I thought that would be an option, but it turns out that's not an option. No longer is an option. (laughs) Um, I find uh, cleaning uh, makes me happy uh, because... No, he's a big liar. I don't see him (laughs) as a cleaner, do you? (laughs) because when I clean, then even though my wife doesn't... My wife, anymore, your wife complains you never clean. <laughs> then at least, at least she knows that I will clean. You're a slob. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cleaning. I recommend cleaning to the husbands out there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Then your wife loves you more. Okay. No. 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 Not at all. Uh, but it. it uh, but it increases my happiness because I do something I don't want to do, kind of like Chan, and uh, and then my wife doesn't suffer as much because it's cleaner. I see. Just okay. like me when I do Chan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Ignore that. <laughs> okay, doesn't help <laughs> with my message. <laughs> okay, uh, erase that. Okay, <laughs> edit out this section. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, people look at happiness as constant. That's wrong. Happiness. Changes. If you have happiness, you also have unhappiness. This is what worldly people fail to understand. Happiness comes from unhappiness. That's a big statement. Think about it. Hmm? Have you thought about it? That happiness. Originated from unhappiness. Yes, four. Master, I think happiness can also be <clears throat> listening to people suffer. No, um, <laughs> happiness. This guy is a he's, he's a sadist. <laughs> Happiness can actually be learning to cope during the period of your life when you're experiencing unhappiness. Absolutely, because can anyone ever claim that he or she is always happy? No such person I've ever met. Okay. We all have heartaches. We all have disappointments. Yes, in ourselves, in others. And what do we do? We move on. Say, okay, I can't do anything about it. Okay. Yeah. And so, so the concept of happiness uh, uh, that worldly people have is not complete. Uh, happiness is because they don't know how to solve. Their unhappiness. Okay, so in order to be happy, you have. In other words, you happier when you have few moments of unhappiness. That's my definition of happiness. Okay, when you're happy, there will be moments where you're unhappy. That's just life. You can never. No one can ever claim that I'm always happy. That's impossible. But, uh, but as someone said earlier, people said earlier about the balance and and so forth. Okay, and that's always you, you strike a balance that works for you. You too happy is not going to work. You become unhappy. Okay, or 
others will become unhappy with you, and so forth, which will make you unhappy eventually. You see? And so that's why, that's why, uh, that's why happiness, part of happiness, part of being happy is to learn how to be, un, to, 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 to not be unhappy. That's the foundation. Please, please. Donation box. <laughs> yes, eight. Master, just want to share something. Um, I'm out there uh, delivering Amazon all week, like 300 packages a day and whatever to all what? these people. 300 packages a day? 300 average to wow. all these. Uh, that's eight hours. Let me figure it out. Eight hours? That's uh, eight hours a day. It's, it's more than this. 10 hours or it's 10 hours a, a day so it's 30 packages per hour well none, none guys quit my job in the past month so this <laughs> wow um, but I want to share uh, I'm delivering to all these people like 10 million dollar houses or whatever how much it costs and Maserati and Tesla and I see all this all this Lamborghinis I it's mean, not in roast meat I don't know how, how these people get all this money but some people I see, they're, they're happy or whatever, but it seems I get a, in general, I get a bad vibe from these neighborhoods, a bad yeah. vibe. Right now, I got a good vibe. Yeah. And that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Now we're talking. Happiness is vibes. It's not words. Okay? You feel happy inside. Huh? That's what we're talking about, okay? It comes from your heart. It comes from inside. Happiness is that it has happiness, happy vibrations. And, and, and that's how you share your happiness with others. It's not people think of happiness, you share your happiness by giving you some money here. Uh, here's five bucks. You go buy some ice cream for yourself. Or go, you know, here's 10 bucks. Go get a meal, which doesn't pay for much nowadays anymore. Okay, uh, it's not that. If you're happy inside, you're sharing it because of your vibrations, happiness vibrations. And, and this Amazon person here experiences himself every day. You know, you go, you go to these fancy neighborhoods, fancy houses, meet with these uh, rich people, and they, they, they don't have happiness vibes. It's so true. Because they, you think it's by design? No. They don't know how to solve their unhappiness. So what they do, like more ordinary people, is they ignore it. I can't do anything about it. Let me do something else. It's like ignoring a big problem you have. You do everything in order to be happy. But when you're unhappy, you say, I can't help it. I can't help myself. Let me find something else and ignore it and sweep it under the rug. Because the the, the unhappiness vibes get stronger and stronger. doesn't matter how much money you have. You have when you're unhappy, you're unhealthy. 
You don't have enough stamina. You don't have enough energy. Do chant. When your mind is not at peace, come to the temple. Meditate a little bit so that you find peace, so that you can remember those moments. You come home, you go home, and you meditate again. It's much easier for you to find those moments of peace in your heart, in your mind. It's not talk. It's something you experience. Okay? Peace of mind is a healthy mind. Part of a healthy mind is to be able to be at peace. And take a break. Ordinary people don't know how to take a break with their mind. Chan meditation, doesn't matter how old you are or young you are, Chan meditation helps you develop the skills to instill peace in your mind. And you know what? And that's the core of your health. Okay? You learn meditation because this practice, the way we've been training you, all of you, uh, almost 16, 17 years now, uh, is to find peace in your mind, to reduce thinking, to reduce your thoughts. Okay? And there is the magic. How long? What does it take for you to find peace in your mind, peace in your heart, reduce your thoughts? There's a goal. The goal is to stop your thinking. It's very concrete. You can talk all you want. You can cross your legs. You can meditate all you want. But the skill you need to develop in meditation is to stop your thoughts, stop thinking. And that starts with reducing your thinking, knowing the importance of thinking less every day during your waking moments. Okay? Don't wait until you sit down and meditate for you to stop thinking. How about practicing Chan while walking? How? By thinking less. If you don't have to think, stop thinking. If you're Asian, or if you understand the Dharma a little bit, instead of thinking, recite the Buddha's name. It's that simple. Recite the Buddha's name. Could be Yao Shu Ru Lai or Ami Tofo. Huh? Could be Wan Yin Pusa. It doesn't matter. Because when you do that, your mind doesn't jump from one thought to the next. You see that? It is so ingenious. When you think, here's what happens to you. You go, actually say, I want a hamburger. And then you say, with a hamburger, I like a, a shake. And with a shake, today, I'm going to have strawberry, strawberry shake. Last week was chocolate. Okay? And then, with a the shake alone, Daniel, are you listening? You still want french fries, don't you? 
I see. So your thought, you all, you go from one thought to the next, the next, and that's the nature, okay, of thinking. You see. And if instead of having different thoughts, you have one thought. Yao Shirulai, Omi Dofo, Wanyin Pusa, Dizang Pusa. Okay? God, Jesus, doesn't matter. But if you stick your thoughts, maintain that one, one thought only, that is how you begin by reducing your thoughts. Is it clear? It is so ingenious. You're so used to thinking, so for you to say, I want to stop thinking, it's not possible. So what you do? You maintain one thought only. Try to go back to one thought. Amitofo. You find yourself speaking, Amitofo, here I go again, Amitofo. I'm hungry, Amitofo. These people are so unhappy, Amitofo. You see that? You always go back to the one thought. That is Chan meditation, folks. And you can do that any time of the day. So you understand the difference between Chan training and the other and the other training? Okay? Is that we develop the skills, the technique to focus on one thought only. How do you do that? Every day. By doing it every day. That's how you develop skills. Practice makes it perfect. Like your teacher used to tell you. Your piano teacher, practice, practice, practice. All right? That's Chan. Yes. From the land of K-pop. Oh, really? <laughs> Uh, Master, I want to share some story. Uh, 그 전시, 사리 전시 때한 한국 분이 오셨는데 사실은 예전부터 여기를 오고 싶다고 하셨어요. 왜냐하면 본인이 예전에 이 가까운 곳에서 아이스크림 가게를 하셨는데 어, 한 미국 분이 자주 아이스크림 사 먹으러 왔는데 너무 너무 굉장히 평화롭고 행복해 보였다고 했어요. 겉에 모습은 우락부락하고 험상궂게 생겼지만 그 느낌이 장사하는 분이 이제 느끼는 그 느낌으로 굉장히 행복한 바이브를 느꼈다고 해서 물어봤다고 합니다 한 번은 어, 어떻게 해서 당신은 그렇게 어, 평화롭고 행복할 수 있냐고 물어봤더니 로즈미드에 있는 그 절에서 첨선을 배우고 있다고 한번 당신도 오시라고 이렇게 얘기를 했다고 했는데 그걸 여전히 기억을 하고 계시다가 요번에 혹시 그 절이 바로 이 위산사가 아닌가 해서 오셨다고 했습니다. 그런 얘기를 한번 공유해 보고 싶었습니다. 
Master, I'd like to share this story. It happened during the relic exhibit. There was a Korean a female. She said she used to, always she wants to visit our temple because she used to have an ice cream shop nearby. And there was a Caucasian customer, a male. He usually come and bought her ice cream. And although his appearance is rough, uh, she could feel his vibe of happiness. So she asked, where, uh, where, what does he do? And then he said he goes to a temple in Rosemead. He practiced Chan. So she always thought that she wants to visit the temple. And she thought this might be the temple that he was mentioning. Thank What's you. his name again? <laughs> I don't I think know. he goes to our temple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good so the moral of the story Caucasian Chan practitioners are happier <laughs> and Korean ladies are not Thank you for sharing this story. Anyone else who would like to say anything has a comment? Yes, eight. Thank you, Master. Um, to share a little bit of my experience, um, when, I was, when I was young, it, it took me a long time to realize it. I played a lot of sports, and I would do a lot of physical activities. Um, when I got older, I started to realize I, I was always singing a song in my head. Um, without realizing it. I always had to have at least one or two thoughts going constantly. Mm -hmm. um, I came to identify that as being uh, manic and um, becoming okay with it. Uh, since I've learned to chant the Buddha's name, to recite the Buddha's name, that helped me greatly to slow down and calm my thoughts um, because and you know keeping a song in your head for hours at a time in the background takes a lot of brain power <laughs> even if you don't realize you're doing it uh, you know there's a lot of verses in a song there's like metaphors and things yes but when I'm chanting the Buddha's name and I was very uh, fortunate to have some Vietnamese ladies first teach me uh, Namo Azidafat, which to me meant nothing. <laughs> Azidafat, okay. <laughs> and that's of course my, you know, pale face uh, pronunciation master. So excuse me. Mm. But um, surely is pale face pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> so chanting uh, Namo Azidafat. Uh, helped me a great deal to slow down my thoughts. I just wanted to share my experience. Thank you for sharing your experience. Exactly what I, I wanted to go next. And what I wanted to tell you is that it's not simply one thought, but these names that we give you, Asidafat, or Medicine Master Buddha, or Wanyin Pusa, they have a certain magical power that will reduce the other thoughts will calm your mind a lot more than you realize.
Okay, it's just like you know, well, Daniel is is coming here, but he doesn't believe in the Buddhist thing, so he doesn't. He's missing out on this trying this thing here. Okay, um, there's a huge difference between let's say uh, uh, Jesus or Oh God. Okay, you, you can you can sit there and say Oh God, Oh my God, Oh God, Oh my God, Oh God, Oh my God. It works. That works. Maintaining on that thought right there. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. That works too. But if you were to try, you were to, you guys were to try, I see the thought. Amitabul, imitabul, okay? Amitabul, one level, yeah, amitabul. Amitabul, amitabul, amitabul. Okay? It has magical powers, folks. It, it dispels the extraneous thoughts. It has that special power. Not only does it have that, it also helps. Every time you think of those names, Amitofo, uh, you actually are helping, sending out these vibes, these good vibes that is so beneficial for the people around you in more ways than you can imagine. Yes, Daniel. Um, I, I was just curious, what does it mean when someone says Dachi Rulai? Yaoshi Rulai. Yeah. It means save me. <laughs> no? Help me. Help. <laughs> and that's a Buddhist, yeah, you know, it's a Buddhist polite form, help me. Please help me. Yes, eight. Oh, thank you. Uh, Daniel, I appreciate your, your question because I didn't know what the, what the, the names meant either, uh, which I know for a lot of people is important. So if you've seen the movie uh, Talladega Nights, uh, and there's a scene where Will Ferrell's character uh, believes he has the invisible fire on him, and he's running around saying, help me, baby Jesus, help me, Jewish God, please put the invisible fire out. In all seriousness, you're asking for help when you uh, recite Yashin Rulai. Something like that. <laughs> Yashin Rulai means it's a name of the medicine uh, master Buddha's name. Okay? Uh, it's just like uh, when your mind is unstable, unhappy, Okay, it's dark. Uh, by the way, folks, unhappiness is darkness in your mind. Did you know that? I didn't, did I tell you that? I just did. Okay? When you're unhappy, you have dark yin energy in your mind, in your heart. And when, so when, when you feel like that, you recite the Buddha's name, Yao Shi Ru Lai, Amitofo. Those names are actually have spiritual powers will, will shine a light in your mind, shine a light in your heart, 
light up your heart, light up your mind, and you feel better eventually. And so if you develop the Chan skills to recite Amitofo, Nyashurulai, and concentrate on the name alone, the more you can do that, the brighter your mind becomes, the brighter your heart is. Okay? That's called, to me, that's called spiritual power. Brighten your mind, brighten your heart. What else can be more important than that? Than your heart and your mind. Dispel the darkness in your heart. Your pettiness in your heart. You don't need a reason. As soon as you realize you're petty, you're jealous and all those things, you don't need a reason. That's all you have to do. Stop thinking. Stop making excuses. It's no good for you. Just recite the names. That's all. Dispel it. Dispel the darkness in your heart, in your minds. That's all. It's that simple. No deliberation. No thinking. No understanding. It doesn't matter you understand or not. Believe. Do that. You see the difference. That's all. That's the secret. No deliberation. No debates. Okay? If it bothers you, you feel afflicted, recite Buddha's name. It's that simple. That's Chan right there. How practical it is. Now, here, and anywhere, as a matter of fact. Okay? In fact, if you develop the skills to do that better and better, okay, you will be amazed on how quickly you can restore peace of mind in your heart. That's real skills. And then, eventually down the road, you have enough skills, you can help others restore the peace and the calm in the minds as well, not just for yourself. Okay, okay? You have no more questions, we can take an early break and go to lunch. I'll go to Del Taco, depending on what you want. Any more questions and comments? Yes, eight. Master, I had an uh, unrelated question. Yeah. Why are most of your disciples bipolar? <laughs> My disciples what? Why, why are most of the disciples bipolar? Bipolar? Uh, are they really bipolar? <laughs> are you bipolar? People think I am. <laughs> um. You know why? <laughs> because this is the only place where they can calm down very quickly. So your temple is if it's in Korea or if it's Way Mountain Temple, this is the go-to place for... They take a break, yes. Manic and depressive. Yes, yes. They come here and they dump, they dump on us. Here's what happened in Korea. I don't want to mention names, but there's a famous Korean uh, disciple of mine. Okay, she came, she would come to Jewel Mountain Temple and then she learned meditation from us, and she's severe bipolar. 
And when she goes into that bipolar mood, the husband says, honey, let me drive you to the temple. And he would drive her to the temple, drop her off, say, I'll see you later, bye. <laughs> and then she calms down. Every single time. He said, I, honey, I can't take it anymore. Honey, let me drive you to the temple. Because they're very violent towards the troublemakers. If the, the, uh, the uh, bipolar ghosts are, who are oppressing you, okay, uh, when they come here, they behave. If not, we beat them up. So actually, this is where uh, not just bipolar people, but most people find it easier to restore peace in their mind. Yes, six. Thank you, Master. Um, you actually answered the question. Uh, when I had argument with my spouse, we come here because this place is kind of neutral ground. Neutral. <laughs> we also do marriage counseling. <laughs> How? By restoring peace. <laughs> hey, man. Yes, eight. Share something uh, I haven't heard anybody say before. It was, uh, I've been able to recognize a manic, I don't know if it's a ghost, but it uh, makes me excited sometimes. Like, what about this? What about Yes, that? yes. And I think, that's I, it. I was like, that's some ghost coming into my brain. That's right, those. that's right. They're pulling your strings, okay? You become more sensitive and you recognize them, okay? All right, let's not scare the rest of the world that to think that when they come here, we are the only, they're only crazy people. We are normal too. <laughs> like uh, people in San Jose. <laughs> okay, thank you everyone. Uh, see you later.